Welcome back into another episode of Red Zone Talk. I am Owen Burke, joined alongside by my dashing co-host, Timothy Hunt. Tim, how are you doing on this lovely Thursday night with football in the air? Luckily, I don't have to watch the Patriots-Steelers the game today, <laughs> so I'm doing a heck of a lot better because of that fact. My, uh, my first trivia question for you, actually, is when's the last time you felt joy around New England football? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been, been a, while. a minute been a while you know i i'm 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 actually more joyous the more we lose to be honest with you because i'm just like ah, i can drake see may season drake may caleb williams i can see him in that blue red you know it'd be looking sharp so that's that's Put some red sleeves for. on him call yeah, it good red sleeves yeah caleb williams does wear the long sleeves so Dude, that could be the play for him it writes itself so yeah i mean the more we lose the better the pick we get we'll find somebody I don't know. I'm very curious. We've talked a lot about that team, so I don't want to spend too much time on them. Fair. Um, Fair. TikTok page is fixed. So, like, that is the Hallelujah. out there. Yeah. Uh, TikTok page is fixed. So, we are Red Zone Talk Pod, or we're Red Zone Talk on Instagram, Red Zone Talk Pod on YouTube and TikTok. So, all three social media sites are, are moving and grooving there. Uh, TikTok Hell. page is finally fixed. We'll start posting on there again now that it's like findable. So yeah. Now that we have a name, no, yeah, I'm in. Not user one two three four. So we'll, one two uh, three four six nine six yeah, nine. We'll get we'll get that started to get pieced together again and all of that fun stuff. Uh, other than that, you ready to do some trivia today? I would be delighted to do some trivia. Yeah. I am going to be super friendly with this one because this is a tough one. Ooh, okay. It's tough, but I think you can, I think you'll, you'll be better at it than you think. Um, okay. I'm going to accept the top 20 answers for this. Okay. I'll cut you off at 10. If you somehow run the ten, list that wins. well, okay. I don't think you will. And I'm also going to give you, I'm going to give you five strikes here. Oh. Um, this is a tough list. God damn. It's not as tough as you think. It's the most rushing yards by a wide receiver at all to all time. All time wide all receiver time. rushing yards. Yeah, a lot of mostly modern list. Um, and I'm gonna clarify on a couple of these guys. I think a couple of these guys were hybrids, and so mm. it's not counting all their yards when they were running back, but only their yards when they were at wide in a wide receiver position. Cordell Patterson would be a tricky one. Uh, yeah, like there's, there's a couple guys like, I mean, if you want to guess that, I'll let you guess that. I might guess that it's still probably not a terrible guess truthfully, but like he would obviously be probably close to one, you know, like yeah. if you counted all of his running back yardage. Yeah. So he is, number, he is number three, um, number three. Okay. with a thousand and seventeen yards. So yeah. they are you just gotta... counting his rushing yards from the wide receiver position. Yeah. So. I would assume that. Yeah. Cause wait, he had like 1200 rushing yards when he was a running back. So he's probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. His rushing yards is probably way more in his career, but I think it's calculating it from just the receiver. That's that good, news, good. So it's not going to count. Like if there's going to be like that cutoff, I think with them is like yeah. 95, 96, but maybe, a lot of these guys are super, super gettable, and I'm still I'm giving you three hints too. Okay, way. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just gonna think post 2000s for sure. Okay. I'm gonna guess a guy like Percy Harvin's in the top 20. Maybe? Yeah, Percy Harvin is a really good guess, and he is here. Uh, he is number six all time with 927. Okay. okay, so you're on the right track of guys to think of. Percy, I, I gave you a big runway. There's a lot of guys that you're like, oh, that makes sense. That's obvious. Um, 
and then there's gonna like you're gonna hit a wall and it's gonna get tough. Okay. Um you know, I'll I'll take a hack at this one. Is Devin Hester here? Devin I don't Hester know if they lined him up that much here. at receiver. Yeah, okay. he didn't get a ton of time at receiver, so he is That's not fine. here. That's fine. I could take that strike. I'll live. I got five of them. Shit. Yeah, you got five. Um, all right. More rush. I got to think that there's some really recent guys on here. Like within, is there like is there a lot of the last five years or anything? Or can um, you give me any info around that? I'll burn a hint on that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, if you want to burn a hint, I have hints lined up like pretty well in this one. Okay. Um, I'll give you a two part hint here. Far as active guys go, you have one, two, three. I think he's still active. I he he might like be a like practice squad guy now. I think he was on a roster at one point this season, the, this fourth guy. Um, okay, I wouldn't get I... hung, hung up on him too much. Um, I know that is, but... And then the second part of this hint, this guy has the greatest college highlight tape of all time. Well, I'll take the free point there with uh, good old Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin is number one on this list. It doesn't um, surprise me because he was active like a year or two ago. Like, so I, I think he's active now. I want to say he's playing for the Rams or somebody like that. Yeah, I literally just saw the video of Naeem Hines running into him when he was yeah. in Miami last oh, year or something like play- that. I think, yeah, I think it might, maybe it was Miami. Yeah, he was playing for somebody this year, I think. But he's number uh, yeah. one with 1,361 yards here. That's um, crazy. I didn't count him in the active guy list because I didn't think he was on an active roster. This okay, year. okay. That's good to know, though. Um, so you want to stash that one? Man, I got to think. Uh, the question is, is his career going to land here? Like, I don't know if Dante Hall's going to be here, but he's definitely another guy that comes to mind. Um, and I'll give you the bottom since it's such a wide range. You have to have at least 519 yards eh, i'll stretch it i'll stretch it out to 23 so we can say the bottom is 500 yards that okay. that, that brings in some more all-time guys and that does add an active guy to that list so what is that six active guys then i gotta start taking some hacks four. uh one two three four plus a maybe four. that guy's active five so yeah five plus i i know he was on at least a practice squad that this, okay. guy, this other guy is, but okay. I have a hint for that guy when we get to it. I got to think Tyreek Hill has got to be up here. Tyreek Hill is on this list. Sorry. They don't okay. number their list. I think he's like number 10, 766 yards. Okay. Okay. Huh. Okay. Tyreek Hill's there, man. I don't want to, I want to double dip that Miami team, but Debo Samuel. That's an obvious one. That's That's, an obvious one. That's an obvious one. I didn't count him as one of the hybrid guys. I know he was kind of hybrid, but not really. Uh, He is number five on this list with 942 yards. Okay. Okay. Hmm. And I will say now that you've knocked it down to that point, the active guys are a little trickier. Like older, maybe like bench warmer, like not getting a ton of time, maybe. like one of these guys is still like, I mean, one of these guys has played for like three teams in the last year or two. Um, it was just been a big disappointment since he left uh, his one situation. Uh, is that would that player be Robbie Anderson by chance? 
not Robbie Anderson. Oh uh, fuck! That's that's okay. I'll, that's an okay guess. Uh, he's not on this list because uh, I'm going pretty deep on it. It's it's an okay guess, but not Robbie Anderson. Man, I thought that played for three, two or three teams. Man, I want to say this guy's on. He went somewhere else. Yeah, I want to say he's on his third team in like two years, and uh, he's a decent name. This other guy had wait. A, no way he's on there. Would this guy that you would possibly be talking about drafted in like 2019? Maybe like recently? No, I don't think he was. No, no. None of these guys were drafted that recently. We're on. These okay. guys are all. I don't know if they're 30 plus. They're on the back. Dude, half I was like, are you talking about Chase Claypool right now? I was like, there's no, no fucking no, way no, Chase no. Claypool is up here like that. No, 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 no. This guy does share something similar with Chase Claypool. Is he ass? Is that what it is? No. <laughs> this is not terrible. Um. Is that like a name or like a body? Like a, like it's a who he played for. They both played for okay. the Steelers. Okay. So it's an active guy that played for the Steelers. He's active guy, played receiver for them and left. Oh, wait, what? Oh, I'm getting that guy mixed up. He did not play for the Steelers. I love okay. that I was like, man, I don't fucking know where we're at. I was hmm. thinking, I, I don't know. Who, who was I thinking of? Who was the guy who signed with the Rams that everyone was like, oh, that's big moves. Oh, no, no, no. This is that guy, but he didn't. he's not the guy who's on the Steelers. I'm thinking of Allen Robinson is who I was thinking of. Ah, this is not okay. Allen Robinson. Well, I'll give you another part to this guy for free here. Uh, is it a Ram? He was, was he was a Ram, and that was kind of the, the big hope for him, and then yeah, I think since 2021, he's ba- played on one, two, three teams. So it's been two years, I guess. At receiver? Mm-hmm. Rams failed. I wouldn't say he failed. He was really good. Uh, he was really good his first three years there. And then the last two seasons in L.A. were bad. Um, and kind of injured. Oh, him. 13 this year. I don't know if that guy bounced around like that. Was he? Oh, I don't think he was drafted by them, though. Also, I think he's too recent. Wasn't drafted by the Rams. Drafted by a completely different team. That I'm was he drafted by the Texans? He, no, he was not drafted by the Texans. Look. This guy was drafted by Buffalo. Drafted by Buffalo, played for the Rams. You're, you're getting stuck on this guy. Yeah, I agree. Be. I, I think, agree. like I said, these guys are real gadgety guys. Like, and you wouldn't necessarily think of them as gadgety guys. One of them, you definitely do. But okay, give me some more. I need another hint here. I'm feeling like deadlocked. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you kind of got part of this hint already. You had okay. two all-time on the return list, right? Um, so when I think of all-time returners, there's three guys that really come to mind. You've guessed two out of the three. The third guy uh, is, in, is in here as well. He has been in a past trivia for us, for sure, as a returner. Huh. And he played inside your division. Did he play for my team? You don't think of him on your team. I don't think he played for your team. Oh, Josh Cribbs. Josh Cribbs is the definitely did not play for us. I was like, man, is he trying to give it to Jacoby Jones? Because that doesn't feel right. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Josh Cribbs, number seven on this list with eight hundred eight yards. I should have gotten that. I use I use uh, his jersey number in my head 
a lot of the times. Anytime I'm trying to memorize numbers, I'm just like, give me some jersey numbers. I can remember three players and remember a number. Um, far as this list goes, you still have the active guys. Uh, you have some all-timers here is the way I would define these guys. One of these guys, I don't know if you'd say he's top 10, but you definitely think of him as one of the greatest receivers from the 90s. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there's a couple guys you could put in this list. You still have a hybrid guy who definitely has played both positions, both running back and wide receiver full time. Within the last ten years, five huh? years. Yes, in the last five years for sure. Last five years. Yeah, he, I mean, in the last, I mean, his career's been a while, but uh, this guy is is definitely a hybrid guy. Um, yeah, and then you have another all time receiver here as well. And this guy probably got here because of uh, just time. The, the all-time receiver. I have more specific hints. If you you're on hint, you've used two hints. You still got two more to go. So okay. No, I mean just all-time receiver. I'm like fuck. Could be anybody because I don't remember anybody any of them for rushing like that. When you say longevity, I think Jerry Rice because I know like Larry Fitzgerald's the other name that comes to mind, but Fitz was. Don't think Fitz has run the ball like that. Um, oh fuck it, I'll go Jerry Rice for the longevity. Jerry Rice is the all-time guy here. Uh, Six hundred and forty-five yards. Uh, he almost like doubles everyone on this list, besides the other guy who was an all-time great in the nineties. Um, but yeah, he he almost doubles everybody. He has 303 games. I think the next closest is the guy in the 90s with 234 games. Jesus Christ. Another hybrid guy still, huh? Another hybrid guy. I definitely know the fact that you know this guy. Um, I And I know that he switched. I, I would hope so. I would be shocked if you didn't. Oh, he is on an active roster. I didn't realize that. Oh. Wow, that's bad. I didn't know he was on an active roster. Ooh. See, like in their lineups. Yeah, he's played twelve games for him this year. You want to use a hint on this guy? I'll help you out. Sure. Okay. Uh, that's your third hint that you've used here. You mainly think of this guy in Green Bay, um, and then he's had shorter stints. He actually played for your Baltimore Ravens as well in twenty eighteen. Um, but yeah, short. Mainly think of this guy in Green Bay. He had a small stint in New Orleans, and he's currently active for the New England Patriots. I knew he was on our practice squad at one point this year. Didn't realize he was active. Older quarterback? Wide receiver? Wide receiver, quarterback. What the fuck am I talking about? I, receiver. I, say, I mean, got drafted in 2015, so kind of. He's definitely on the back half of his career. 2015 for the Packers. Yep, drafted 2015 in the Packers. Played a little bit of hybrid for the Packers, I know, for a fact. Played for us. Played for Baltimore in 2018, and then bounced around in 2018 after he got cut by you guys, and then played for the Jets, which you won't really remember him for the Jets. Short stint, two years in New Orleans, and then this year and last year in New England. Who in the fuck is that? I mean, you literally just laid out his whole career arc. I should know who that is. Packers. Guy never was really, never really popped, but obviously is like 
he has flashes, right? There is signs of being... I mean, I have a name in my head, but does this guy also play for the Chiefs by chance? He did not. not well, fuck. It's not Sammy Watkins. Isn't that fucking something? Yeah, no. <sighs> Green Bay and us, man. I don't have fucking receiver. Am I going to punch myself in the head when you tell me this I, I would imagine so. Maybe you don't know ball as well as I think you do. You know, not to call your shot, but like. So he played guys, for us in 2018. Like, I should know who that is. Like, yeah, you got to remember 2018 was the year that I think you guys had like 35 running backs come through and play for you guys that season. So he was in that revolving door of guys. That receiver. Yeah, he honestly might have played running back for you guys when he was. In the revolver. You're saying the hybrid guy played for me. Yes, Fuck. this is the hybrid guy. This is the guy who was has played both positions. He might have come in as a running back for you guys. I, I I don't know off the top of my head. Oh, and he plays for you. I know exactly who this is. Ty fucking Montgomery. There we go. I was like, man, he's gonna kick himself when he hears this. I knew it was coming. It is Ty Montgomery. Hey, honestly. I don't remember. Well, I do remember us picking him up. Never remember him playing for us, which is usually a bad sign. But I do remember him being on your guys' team. Just this, yeah. I remember watching him fucking return a punt last week and being like, oh, my God, Diamond Gilbert is in New England. That's kind of cool. I, I knew he was on a practice squad this year. That's why I was like, he's kind of active. I didn't realize he was playing for us. Um, All right. So I have two strikes. How many do I do? I Seven right so far. So you're And how many strikes do I get? You got... I think I was going to give you five. The list gets five hard. and three hits. Yeah, this list gets now it gets tough. This is why I gave you so many strikes. Uh, your best bet is to either go for like this guy is probably there's the all time guy. This guy's probably a top five nineties all time wide receiver. Like for the he's probably on the nineties all decade team. I'd be kind of shocked if he wasn't. Um, he's gettable. And then besides that, it's gonna be mainly the active guys. The when you're when you're saying all time name, are you saying like top five all time or like no, top ten? No. He's definitely maybe not even top ten, but he's top twelve, top fifteen. He's definitely top fifteen, I think at least. I mean, definitely. Top 15. And then the nineties, the decade team. I think That's greatest show guy. on turf. Same same guy. Yeah, I think greatest show on turf. I think Isaac Bruce or Tory Holt, but again. Not remembering either of those guys. Is it Isaac Bruce? Is not Isaac Bruce. Fuck. Um, so that that's your third strike. Three, three strikes. And I will so. give you a hint. It's not from that Rams team. Not from that Rams team. No. That Rams team was turn of the century. So like, uh, that's a good point. Good point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that team 99. got really good. 99, 2000, 2001. Cover a Madden. This team was good at like 90s. Good. The whole 90s. Whole nineties from I mean yes yeah I would say so. Michael Irvin, not Michael Irvin. Fuck, that sucks. That, that's a good guess. You that do sucks. have you do have one more hint. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to use it here. Um, I think this guy is the most likely guy to, that you're gonna get. This guy played for an AFC East team in the nineties and went to multiple Super Bowls for that team. Uh, that that almost gives it away without giving it away. That's the way I'm going to say it. When I think maybe the Super Bowl a bunch of the 90s, I think Bills. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fuck. Wow, really? This guy's not going to click there for you? 
It's Reed, right? Is it Re- the issue is, is like, is it, is it Andre Reed, right? Uh, it is Andre Reed. I'm going to okay. give that to you because you got okay. it right. But yeah, Andre Reed. Um, I was also mixing him up with fucking Ryzen for a second. I had that Andre creep. Ryzen. I had that creep of doubt, and I was like, "Fuck, which one is it? Which Andre?" Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just give you the teams that uh, the one guy I gave you pretty much his whole career arc besides Ty Montgomery. Um, I'll give you his current teams currently on Houston, and the other active guy is on Washington. Man, one of these is fucking like Jerry and Grant. Is one of them like a known when you're like free both agents? These, both these names you would know. Without free question. agent speedsters and Madden. Is like Marquise Goodwin one of these fucking? Okay. Nope, nope, nope. Thinking wrong category. These guys okay. have been on, these guys have been starters for like almost a good portion of their careers. Like both of these guys. I would argue these guys have been solid twos for almost their entire careers. And they've been drafted for five to ten at least, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. You said Washington and... I'm assuming, I think he's still Washington. Washington and Houston. Yeah, he's still Washington. I thought so. Older guy with Washington? Who the fuck? Let me, let me look at this guy. Let me he hasn't played his whole career in Washington, right? He is not. He got drafted 2017. So he got 2015-2017. So both within the last five years. Did he play in Carolina by chance? Can't give you that information. Sorry, you're out of hints. Fucking hell, is it Curtis Samuel? The draft history lines up for it to be Curtis Samuel. But I don't know. I don't know if I want to go down on that because that would be my last strike. Yeah, you're on your last strike. But you, if you get one right, you're going down anyways. So, like, I'm cutting you True. off at 10. True. Yes. So, like, this guess is your last guess no matter what. So whoever you feel good. Curtis Samuel. On, Curtis Samuel is correct. Yes. Is Cole Beasley on this list by chance? Cole Beasley is not on this. Okay. List. That's the one I had in the chamber when you're like, he was active on a practice Robert squad this Woods. year. Uh, Robert, Woods. Robert Woods was the other guy who's active in Houston. Now. Houston. I was, I was thinking he went to Pittsburgh, but I was, I was getting him crossed with, uh, with another guy. Oh, um, God. Yeah, no, he was in Houston this year. But, yeah, Bobby Trees would be the other guy. The other guys on this list, I, I don't even know. Like Lenny Moore, I'm not sure who that is. Brad Smith, Joe Morrison, a lot of older guys. Johnny Robinson, Ooh. Frank Jackson, Freddie Solomon. And then you pretty much got everyone else. Got every gettable name on that list is what it sounds like. Yeah, the, the honorable mentions I'd put out there. Joey Galloway is like four yards from making that 500-yard mark. Ted Ginn was like 14 yards away from making that mark. Ah, the fact that I didn't think of him hurts my feelings. Deshaun Jackson was like 27. The hints didn't line up for it, but I he was definitely one that was in mind. And then you have two Steelers here. You have Antoine Randall-L, uh, very close, and then Heinz Ward, also very close. So I would have guessed Randall-L, but not. I was between a couple trivias, and I was like, man, this is just interest. This list is interesting, and it was mainly because I've been seeing a ton of Tavon Austin, uh, like all the people on TikTok being like, I showed her history today, and it's just uh, guys showing their girlfriend Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin's senior highlights. Yeah, so I was like, you know, he feels relevant in the moment, and I was shocked to see. I didn't think of him like that, and but – yeah, Ty Montgomery. I don't know why I, who I'm mixing Ty Montgomery up with. I swear he played for the Bears, and 
I don't know. Are you thinking of Jakeem Grant? I don't think so. But for some, I don't. I don't know if I'm like because the Bears had a guy. Maybe it's Cordell. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of. Cordell Cordell was there. Yeah. Was it Tariq Cohen? Cohen never played wide receiver, really. No, he didn't. Yeah. Not not like at any notable rate. Is it Brandon Marshall? He played for the Bears once. Yeah, but he never played running back. (laughs) You can fucking give the ball if you want to. That's a problem. 6'5 out of the backfield? I don't know. I thought it was interesting because there was like the guys who was like, yeah, you'd go Ty Montgomery, you'd go. Because Ty Montgomery definitely played running back. I'm not making that up, am I? Do what? No, he was a running back. Yeah, he definitely played running back at one point. Yeah, I don't know. He was, he was a running back four years a receiver. Right, he got drafted as a running back. That's what I thought. Yeah. But, you would be correct, sir. Yeah. But Curtis Martin once, or Curtis Samuel surprised me. But I, you, would, you would say he's a solid two in the NFL, right? Yeah, I would. I would say so. I was like, dude, I couldn't tell you another guy outside of him, Terry McLaurin, and I was like, fucking, I know Terry wasn't drafted in twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah it wasn't Terry. Oh. All right, let's jump into the next segment here. Uh, we're gonna play pick 'em. We used to play this a lot back in the day. Um, I want you to name me the final two wild card spots here um, as this race kind of tightens up. The reason the NFC only has two, we're going to do two for the NFC, three for the AFC. The reason the NFC has two, the Cowboys right now are like nine and three. So if them or the Eagles, like whoever wins that division, that, that team's a wild card team. Right. Yeah, that team's the five seed, yeah. Yeah, there's just very little shot of that. Um, teams I have eligible for you to pick from are going to be the Vikings, the Packers, who are both currently in. And then the Rams, Seahawks, Bucks, and Saints. Uh, all of those teams are within two games of being in the playoffs here. Some of them hmm. are tied and just not there. Um, like, for example, the Rams sit at 6-6. Six and six. The Seahawks also sit at 6-6. Six and six, So it's just tiebreakers keeping them out. And then the Bucks and Saints are a game outside. So this race is definitely a little bit more open. Um, hmm. Somebody... somebody gets in and it's not going to be very fun whoever they get in like they're just going to be a subpar team trounced immediately what is what is your pick for your two if i had to pick two here truthfully i'd fucking just pick we do a four team in the nfc and keep these garbage cans out of my way but that's obviously not an option i'm just kidding um what am i doing here i'm trying to look at the schedules here and see who Lines up poorly. Okay. While you think about that, I'll go ahead and pick. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say, I just didn't realize you you weren't ready for this. That's all. I'm going to go ahead and say, I think the Green Bay Packers get in. Um, that's that's definitely a team that I picked. The schedule looks good for them. They, the schedule looks good. Jordan Love, they're coming off that heater win in Kansas City. Um, I think Matt LaFleur who is maybe not an elite coach, maybe not a top 10 coach. I still think is a good coach in the NFL. Um, Christian Watson is having his classic last quarter of the season, just turns it on Ooh. and starts ripping teams. Um, I really wish he could do that all year. Cause I think the guy is just an absolute monster. Yeah. My fantasy team would have appreciated that. Truthfully, for some reason, the guy <laughs> turns it on the last four weeks. So, I mean, at least it'll be good if you make the playoffs. Um, so he's a, he's a really interesting case. Um, and then I also think the Rams are going to sneak in here. 
I know I picked Seattle to win that division, and now I'm like picking them to not get in. I just have not been convinced by anything that Seattle has done. Um, Matthew Stafford hopefully can get healthy. Really, they've got to get through the Ravens in their schedule. Um, and then they have the Commander Saints, Giants, and their last game of the year is against the 49ers. More than likely, the 49ers will be playing for nothing at that point. Um, they'll either have the one seed or, I mean, they might be, but I just don't see it being very likely. Um, and they might not care if they're the two or the three seed. You know what I mean? That might not be something that they play people for just because when Brock Purdy gets hurt, team's pretty bad and, uh, they're probably not willing to risk, you know, playing them in the last week if it's for the difference between the second or the third seat. So, um, yeah, I think the Rams are just, Again, it comes down to coaching, right? I like McVay. I think he's going to be a guy who's going to be able to coach this team to kind of win. The Vikings, Josh Dobbs is kind of, we're falling out of love with him. He probably won't be the starter like we thought everyone was talking about after he had two good weeks there. Um, The Seahawks just, I mean, again, that team just, I feel so bad because they can never, they get a star running back, they can't ever stay healthy. Um, So Kenneth Walker being in and out is just scaring me a lot. The Bucks and the Saints, I don't have any juice left for the Saints. And the Bucks, I just they can't win games that they should win. So I can't trust them going down the line. No, I think you hit the the two nails on the head. I think Green Bay's the easy pick here. Like honestly, I think they're probably the team that's surging at the right time. Like, and they're coming off two big wins. They're they're like the last third of three game win streak. You're like, oh, you know, you can string three together against the Bears and and uh, you know the Carolina Panthers twice. They beat the Chargers. Eh, you know the talented offense at least twenty three twenty. And then they beat the Lions, and then they beat the Chiefs. So like, yeah, this team is getting hot at the right time. And they play the Giants, the Bears, the Panthers, the Vikings, and the Buccaneers. So two of those teams in the hunt. The other three, some of the worst in the NFL. The Packers, all too much sense to be the six seed rolling into this thing for sure. Um. On the flip, man, I was trying to find a alternative to a Rams pick, but I don't think they're like every other team has an okay case. The Rams are the only one with a decent case behind the Packers. Like yeah. there are tiers to it, and the case drops after the Rams. Um, I would also say them. I think again, hit the nail on the head. Like, is Stafford going to be out there? Is Puka going to be out there? Is Cooper Cup going to be out there? Because, I mean, you got to have two of those three pieces at least. I mean, Stafford's yeah. got to be out there for them to stand a chance. Kyron Williams got to keep tearing it up. Fantasy stud down the stretch for the Rams in the backfield. But, like, again, and I would pick the Seahawks because their schedule really isn't terrible. Like, that would honestly be the team I'd pivot to. But, ha- like, I think their schedule is terrible. I mean, you go 49ers, Eagles, back to back weeks. Both of those feel like losses. Now you're down two games when you're not even in as it sits. I mean, with with losing those, like they're going to go on a five-game skid where they lose to the Rams, 49ers, Cowboys, and then potentially, assuming we predict that right, that they lose to the Eagles and the 49ers. Like all of a sudden you're 6-6, six and six, you're now 6-8 and eight playing the – and then you play nobodies. You play the Titans, you play the Steelers, you play the Cardinals, right? So – it, it just, I just don't think that's going to be good enough. I don't think nine and eight is going to be the last team. Uh, I don't think that's going to be enough to, to outgun the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. And like, I, I don't trust anything out of the AFC South, regardless of who it is. You could throw the Falcons in this conversation. I still don't know if I would pick them over, over green Bay. Definitely not, you know, like, yeah. and the so Rams I think you hold, hit the nail on the head. The Rams hold the tiebreakers over Seattle. So if they're both nine and eight, right. So let's say they lose to the Ravens and then, and lose to the 49ers in the last week, something like that. They go three and two, they get in. So I think because uh, they beat them both times. So I, I think it could be very, very intriguing. I think this race is – but honestly, none of these teams scare me outside of Green Bay. Like Green Bay and Dallas is the two wild card teams that like – you know, if I'm San Francisco, I mean, even really Detroit, right? Like Detroit, if you're like, oh, man, we got to have Green Bay back, come back to our place and play us, like I'd be shaking in my boots over that situation. That would be just – not what I want to see. No, not at all. I mean, I guess they're they're finding it at the right time, and they're doing it against heavy competition. I think that's one thing that can be said too. Like, if the Seahawks do survive, probably a little battle tested going in the playoffs, right? We've got some some heavy hitter wins under our belt. They survive one of those games and win out. They have a shot at it. But you've got to play your best football, and they looked really good against Dallas on offense. Their defense, obviously non-existent they got punked did they not this last week who uh seattle i think so i don't remember like i don't know they just they haven't looked good right it's the same thing yeah well the cowboys was this last week it was a shootout yeah yeah and the week before was the niners again so this two games tough coming up for them but just as much as the Packers, you're like, wow, two big wins against two big teams. They have just kind of looked shot on defense for sure the last two games. Like the Niners did whatever they wanted to, so did the Cowboys. So yeah. Rams, Packers, what do you got for the AFC? All right, so we're going to pick all three here. This division is a little bit – there isn't as top-heavy in the wild card. Um Viable options, we've got Steelers, Browns, Colts, Texans, Broncos, Bengals, Bills. Uh, it definitely, this one's a lot tougher, I will say. Um, a lot harder than I thought. Um, I mean, the Steelers, as much as you want to dog on them, they hold the fifth seed right now. Like, it's just Jesus hard. Christ, yeah, and they've got a pretty, a pretty cakewalk schedule coming up, which is just wild to say out loud, but... Uh, they do, and even with Mitchell Trubisky at the helm, you're not going to have to score many points to to beat some of these teams. Um, the Bengals game potentially could be for a playoff spot, which is like wild to say in like two weeks here. Um, but the three, I'm going to go ahead and lock in here. I'm going to go Texans. I'm going to go Broncos, and then I'm going to go the Browns with their elite quarterback Joe Flacco currently. Um, I just the Browns are again one of those teams that I look at Kevin Stefanski and I think he's an underrated coach at this point, right? Like his waves have been a little too high and low for me, right? Like the one year with Baker he wins coach of the year and everyone's like, "Wow, this guy is elite. He's an amazing play caller." And then they kind of struggle the next year. He's one of those guys that we we praise guys like Mike Tomlin for being of the like well you had a kind of a rough situation but you still willed your way to having a winning record like Kevin Stefanski is the master at doing that right um, he can underperform at times but I do think he's a solid NFL head coach um, 
The Texans with C.J. Stroud, they are playing to prove it, right? Uh, I think D'Amico Ryans is is very easily uh, your coach of the year. I think C.J. Stroud is your offensive rookie of the year. Um, so I think both of those teams are in hot. And I think the Broncos have a lot to prove. I think Russell Wilson understands kind of the how bad it looks that this team traded for you, gave up all this capital, and you missed the playoffs two years in a row. I think they're they're playing for a ton. I wish the Bills, I, I, I want to put them in. I really do. But I think if they the Chiefs beat them, and they're in a really, really tough situation to try to crawl back into this, right? Um, currently, they're 6-6, six and six, a game out. You know what I mean? You lose to the Chiefs. It just it gets really, really, really tough from there. Yeah. Um, you, you lose to the Chiefs. Then you have the Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins, right? Um Obviously, we can probably say we'll win against the Chargers and the Patriots. Chiefs, Cowboys, that's going to be really, 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 really tough games to beat. And Miami, as much as you want to say, oh, it'll be the end of the year, they might not. They might be playing for the number one seed, right? Like a win True. for them could matter at the end of the year. So that's not necessarily a division where you go, oh, well, they got their last game. That's a free win. So they just have too many games that are going to matter and where someone's going to be trying to knock them out. Yeah. All right. So recap me on your three, just to yeah. make sure I got you clear. Browns, Texans, Broncos are my three. Man, I definitely am going to have similar picks. I think Houston is a slam dunk pick here. Um, again, now Trevor Lawrence, injured ankle. Do the Texans have a shot at the division? It's still not out of the realm of possibility. It's going to be very difficult, but it's possible. So, again, any team that's going to have a shot at the division still, I think, has got to be kind of your clear five-seed favorite. they got to take care of business against the Jets. They get the Titans twice. The Browns will be a tough test. And then, you know, the Colts, which that game's going to be heavy on both sides, right, depending on how the Colts kind of hammer yeah. out. Um, I don't think the Colts are going to get there. I think, honestly, these next two weeks, uh, Steelers and uh, Cincinnati are going to be the ones to do the Colts in. Uh just feels like two games that uh, a better coached, team is going to be the ones to come out victorious. And I think Mike Tomlin, definitely the case. And then as far as Cincinnati goes, you know, I don't know, just kind of feeling the same kind of vibe in that one. Um, The Colts are, I think are going to struggle out. The bills probably have the toughest schedule. That's the issue. You know, you're talking about wanting to put them in, man. I mean, the way you said they have Casey still, they have Dallas still Dallas still. And they finish out the season with Miami with Miami yeah. potentially playing for the, one for the one seed to, to bake somebody in 30 degree hotter weather on the other sideline. Like Miami wants to avoid the North. Like if they can get the one seed through hard rock, they will be glad to happy to stay on the fucking beach yes. in Florida. So um, I think the Texans are my first pick for sure. Um, man. I almost the Colts are tempting too, and like the bang honestly, like the hard part with this one is you could see out of these seven teams, you could see all there's a road for all seven of them to very easily go out there and do it right. Like the way Cincinnati played last week, I'm just not banking on that being the consistent out of uh, Badgett. Is that how you say his name? Uh, Jake Browning. Jake Browning. Oh, I'm getting who's Badgett? Why am I mixing him up? That's uh, that's the backup for the Bears. Bears. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, I just don't expect him to throw for 350 yards every single week. Right. Like I I just can't imagine that's going to continue to happen. Um, so I'm expecting that decline. 
I know you love Gardner Minshew. I just don't think the Colts have the talent to necessarily keep up with this race, right? Like, as bad as the Browns are at quarterback play, like, there's talent on that roster. Like, that team is good enough to just drag their – like, that. that's probably the best defense that's left here, and that's part of the reason why I'm picking them. Yeah, and I think I'd have to go Cleveland as well. Like, I think they probably get the job done over Jacksonville this weekend, even if they lose to the Texans. I mean, they're playing the Bengals for probably nothing in Week 17 unless they're the other team fighting for this spot. The Jets and the Bears, you know, like not much for the Browns left. My last spot, man, honestly, Pittsburgh is making a a run for the money here. I think a lot of it hinges on a win tonight against New England. But, again, the Colts, I think Tomlin can outcoach his way into that win. Same thing. I'm not looking for Jake Browning to look the same come the 23rd of December against a well-coached Steelers defense. It's not going to take much to beat the Bengals. I mean, if you turn them one-dimensional, you're going to be fine. Um, and then they finish against the Seahawks, should be playing for nothing. And then the Ravens, you know, like it's a tough end of the season for Pittsburgh. And ultimately, I think it's what's going to make us have the same AFC. Like, I don't think they make it because like four of their five games are like teams that are also going to be contending, right? Like Baltimore yeah. might be playing for a one seed at that point, the way if the AFC is set up. Um, the Seahawks might still be fighting for it. Since he's going to be fighting for it. Indy's going to be fighting for it. Like, there are going to be no games off, and you can only like out coach them to a win the Mike Tomlin fashion, you know, so many times in a five game stretch. You can't do it for five games. It's just really not possible, you know. So I'm going to run with you. I'm going to go in a different order. I'm going to go Texans, Browns, Broncos would be yeah, my. I mean, and the order to me is kind of just mute. Yeah, nonsense. It's just me spouting kind of whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Texans, I think, have the by far and away the best case for it. Yeah, I think yeah, they got a fucking MVP candidate. We didn't even talk about that part. Yeah, well, I don't know the MVP. You know, yeah, 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 it's died down, but wild, really. Um, We're gonna talk about MVP candidates. I will tell you what, I think yeah, I saw a little... Def- definitely in our next uh, next yeah. episode. But cool, if you've made it this far, we greatly appreciate you, and uh, make sure you you tune into the next episode to kind of see. Uh, pump the brakes and what our bets are going to be for the week. So um, we'll see you. We'll see you here in a bit.